to The Sound of Design. With Mark. And Dan. And thank you very much for joining us on today's episode. We are extremely thankful that you guys are here. So uh, keep uh, on keeping on with uh, the likes, the shares, the comments. Uh, obviously, we'd love to hear from you guys. And uh, as uh, we get into uh, this upcoming week, we've got a big game. I don't know if you've heard. <laughs> yeah, it's a big one. It's the uh, big one. The, the, the big one. In fact, it's so big you can't even say what it is without getting sued. So... Oh. <laughs> Uh, in the, uh, in our world, uh, this is one of those times that, uh, TVs tend to go on sale. Um, and so we figure this is an op opportunity we couldn't pass up, uh, to do our first ever ranking episode where we will rank specific models, uh, in the 2023, 2024, uh, lineup and give you some of our best picks uh, for this year. So if you're thinking about uh, grabbing a new TV for the big game. <laughs> you know, and, and other games after. You don't just have to watch it for that. Or return this, it the next day. Yeah, we're not. Know? let's not do that. <laughs> yeah, let's, <laughs> let's definitely not do that. Uh, so um, I figure uh, it's probably best to say that I had a little bit of a pet peeve when it comes to this kind of thing. And that is... That whenever anybody ranks anything, and it doesn't matter what it is, the most least talked about part of this is the criteria. And so what I want to do is maybe go through a little bit of the thought process behind why it is we went the directions that we did and where that uh, where that came from. And so the criteria really will be part of that discussion as to like, so you understand like where where this is coming from and and so you get a little justification instead of a quick uh, a quick list it's obviously i mean the list is going to be in the description and so if you just want a real fast quick reference feel free you know check it out um uh, but uh i think to really understand why is uh, is going to be kind of the main focus here so uh mark what are the categories that uh we're gonna talk about today that what are the we should have our our top five and so what are we gonna do uh in, in terms of those those categories or, or brackets if you will sure yeah so dan and i spent a little bit of time just trying to come up with uh you know some different uh criteria or categories that we thought made the most sense based on our experience in the industry and uh you know kind of what we're seeing as we go out to people's homes and what we talk about. So um, we came up with, instead of doing a top five TV, because every TV is going to work differently in different spaces, we're going to go through these categories. So we'll have uh, the best value in a large size TV, a uh, mid size and a small size, the best uh, aesthetically pleasing television, um, the best picture overall, and then maybe some honorable mentions based on that last one because, you know, again, it could be subjective based on <laughs> what does best looking mean to you. So That is correct. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, I think it's uh, a great place to start um, is uh, best value in a large size. And so uh, why don't we jump right into it? Um, yeah. What yeah. when we say large size. Uh, I think it's fair to say we're going to go 75, 85 or larger. 
And I have to say, or larger, because the TV that I think right now is probably your best value um, in that uh, really, really large size is the Samsung 98 Q80. <laughs> Woo! There it is. Uh, coming in at uh, retail price of $79.99. On sale at $49.99. I can't believe this. I literally cannot believe this. This is a 98-inch yes. television. Yes, it is. And we have one on display, so I can see it <laughs> a lot. And uh, at, at eight grand, man, this thing was a value, in my opinion, because prior to this, any TV of that size was 60 grand plus. Yep. It just, nothing else existed. It was 85-inch TV at four to six grand or 60,000 plus. Yep. So when this hit, I think you and I were both thinking probably 20 grand, 15 grand, somewhere around there. Yeah, actually, I, I thought 20 was the was where they were going to go. I felt like it split the market and um, Sony, I'm sorry, not Sony, Samsung had previously a 98 inch curved television that they did uh, back in the day and people bought it at twenty thousand dollars. Um, I remember that project vividly. Uh, mm -hmm. It was a really cool pr customer who had this very unique space, and uh, we ended up mounting it into some, you know, cool built-ins and uh, just a really immersive experience uh, for that client. And it was awesome. And it was twenty grand for a television. And you know, obviously, he said he wanted the best without uh, any cost. So when you come in and you say, you know, seventy nine ninety nine. <laughs> is a good value it's like well yeah we're less than half historically what the market was for yep. that particular size right and 60 grand yep. for the sony like okay so now you put it on sale and you're going like the i i, I don't know <laughs> yeah yeah and it kind of it kind of blows my mind to be honest because i mean you and i have done this for a long time and you know you know tv sales during the year rarely rarely do you ever see a tv go more than you yeah. know, 10, 15, maybe 20% off on like the really egregious, yeah, like aggressive sales, right? But this thing being almost half off, I mean, Samsung's really trying to move a lot of these, I'm sure, but it, yeah. right, rightfully so. It's a great, it's a great panel, large size. And by the way, I know we're talking about this in a large size. I just want to mention like this is made in different sizes too. So, you know, it may not be on our list for other values, but if you're the type of person that likes to have the same TV everywhere, a lot of these you can match up at different sizes. So, um, yep. yeah, absolutely. And I think the other thing I would also call out is that, um, it's competitors are going to be those, uh, you know, TCLs and the high sense. And, uh, those are going to be, you know, even, uh, better in terms of their price point, but you lose picture quality quite honestly, when you go to some of those, and uh, there is a difference, I would say, in the manufacturing quality. And I don't mind saying that some manufacturers are competing on price point. And so if that becomes your only criteria, yeah, there's probably a lower price option that you can find. My, my point is to say, yeah, but what's the manufacturing quality going to be, right? And how long do you think that TV is going to last? And what can we expect from that type of a manufacturer? And that doesn't mean that, you know, they're not a, you know, a, an okay television. I'm sure they're fine. 
Um, but the ones that I've seen by comparison, like the build quality is just completely different. Um, and I would just briefly mention Sony makes a 98 inch as well. Awesome television handles on the side. Um, and we put a couple in some <laughs> people's homes. No, seriously, because they're huge. Yep. Like you got to remember, like 98 inches is a, almost a hundred inch TV. I mean, this thing is massive. So you're going to need to have, uh, if you're planning on doing any kind of uh, installation work yourself, um, and you happen to be six six and you know, 300 pounds of straight muscle. I mean, great, good for you. But the rest of us, <laughs> uh, reach out to your integrator, uh, reach out to uh, your install uh, team, and let's get this thing on the schedule. Um, yeah. <laughs> and let's get two or three guys, because uh, in all seriousness, it does take uh, three guys to mount one of these things. Um, and uh, the Sony is a little bit more expensive. I don't know if there's a huge, huge picture quality difference. Uh, I think it does beat it out a little bit, um, but that's just because I think I'm a little partial uh, to the Sony processing. But in terms of overall best value in a large size, uh, the Samsung uh, 98 Q80 definitely comes, uh, comes in uh, hard as the winner. So, yeah, and I'm glad you, you brought up the, the build quality difference. Um, look, listen, I mean, being in the industry for 14 years, there's always going to be a top price point and there's always going to be a lower price point somewhere where that lower price point typically comes in is not necessarily in the quality of picture, but in the quality of the product itself. You know, I know that you can get smaller TVs or smaller, sorry, same size TVs at lower price points. But like Dan is saying, how long is that TV necessarily going to last compared to the build quality of a, of a, uh, you know, a, a build quality of a product like Samsung or Sony or LG or, you know, one of the, the big named uh, TV retailers out there. So, yeah. So, um, the only other thing I would, uh, I would care to mention on this is that, um, when you do a 98, some people may be looking at that number and saying like, that's absolutely crazy. I cannot tell you the number of times I've put this, uh, size of a television in someone's house and we've done a ton of them, like unbelievably. So, uh, over the last, uh, couple of months, you know, since they've been released and they look small in some of the rooms we're putting them in. Uh, just the way that the homes have really changed in terms of their design. And that would be the other thing that I would sort of talk about in a large size is to say, you know, yeah, if I got a 10 by 10 bedroom with an eight foot ceiling or it's, you know, a, a basement or something like that, maybe it's a house that was built in like the 30s or the 40s and you're downtown and, you know, you don't have a lot of space. A hundred inch is going to seem absolutely monstrous and huge. But conversely, if you're Building a barnemonium, as we have in Nashville and in some of the surrounding areas, 100-inch TV might be dwarfed by the space. If you've got a 45 by 40-foot space, right, with 20-foot ceilings, all of a sudden you're looking at projectors and, and other things as well. So, you know, size is one of those things that i got to say is definitely relative. So, For sure, for sure. And, I, I mean, we've got one of these that I just uh, – we're, we're about to put in a uh, enclosed pool house that will have a uh, kind of a – garage door that opens up on one side of it and you'll be able to sit in the pool and watch tv and we went and taped it out last week because they're the driveway and that the house is getting uh, re redone because uh, it got destroyed with the construction of the pool um 
And he's like, man, that looks like the 50-inch TV that I have mounted over the fireplace over here on the back porch. Because, I mean, you're, you know, you're like 40 feet away from it. it. It's, you know, really projection is what we want to do eventually. Um, or, uh, you know, something like an LED wall. But, you know, it's just not in the budget right now. Yep. So, without further ado, uh, mm -hmm. why don't we uh, go to the next? And that's going to be uh, best value for picture. Uh, in a midsize. And so when we say midsize, uh, we're talking about 55s and 65s. Um, and so, and you might be able to cheat this a little bit into a 75 inch or 77 inch class as well, just because those tend to be the most popular sizes uh, for most people. And so this is probably the, the area where I would say gets the most competition, right? Um, yep. I, I, I really do. So, uh, Mark, where did we go for best value for picture in a 5565? Uh, we went with the LG uh, C3 OLED. Yes. Uh, and the reason why is um, it just it, it really kind of wins across the board when it comes to anything that you can throw at it. Um. You know, if you're gaming, if you're watching television, just normal TV or upscaled television, if you're a movie buff, if you're using it at a, as a monitor, as I am, uh, it it's really hard to beat. And at you know, right now, fifteen ninety nine. I mean, the C series used to sell for fifty five hundred bucks. You know, for a fraction of that cost now, and the quality of product that that LG brings to the table is really just unmatched. I think yep. you know again. Price point, price point compared. Yeah, and I think that's really uh, the thing that is the key here, right? Is like, how much TV can I get for how many dollars, <laughs> right? And if you start to look at uh, the different display technologies, so let's take you know a backlit uh, LED uh, technology, for example, um, you're gonna be maybe in a lower price point and let's say you use sony as the example i love their 90l right it's 1099 uh in a 65 inch and that has you know backlit zone kind of a concept and great processing and you know and mm -hmm. i get that right but i'm already you know 60 to 70 percent of the cost of what i would get with an oled and what makes oled so special is that every pixel can turn on and off on an individual basis. And so you think about this, that means there's 8 million individually lit pixels or 8 million individual light bulbs on that television. And so it's kind of like going, you know, I can get, you know, if, as an engine comparison, like I can get a V16, right? And I'm not spending double the price point. And that's what I think is so incredible about what LG has done is they've really, by getting into a price point like this, Less than two grand, they've said, no, OLED is for everybody. You know, you yep. don't have to, you know, be some, you know, huge, uh, you know, mega rich or, you know, luxury or, you know, you, you don't know. You can yep. just be a regular dude, you know, regular gal, um, regular budgets. And, you know, at $15.99, get the best picture quality um, and the best picture quality technology on the planet right now. So agreed. And, you know, if we were honestly, if if uh, this TV could win in every size category, 
Yeah. If it was probably. made in every size that we're comparing here. Um, but it, it's the biggest thing that I, I love to point out with it is uh, like I'm using it as a monitor. It's my gaming monitor and my work PC monitor. So, you know, I use it all the time because or I went this direction because of the added co color and contrast that it gave me over the previous LED LCD panels that I was using, um, especially when it comes to those, you know, rich black levels. And Dan, you mentioned the amount of LED bulbs in this thing. Um, you know, you're talking over 8 million, you know, comparatively to the previous model we were talking about the that 98 inch TV has 96 dimming zones. Now it's not 96 right. light bulbs. It's just 96 zones of, 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 of that. It's able to dim uh, independently of each other. So, that just shows you how much difference in color and contrast you can get by having 8 million different light bulbs versus control of 96 individual zones, like in the Samsung. Yeah. And I, I don't know where you found that number because they don't normally publish them. <laughs> so that's pretty awesome. And I would agree with you, even if, if let's say, and let's be generous. Okay. And I, and I hate to say it this way, but let's say that you took that number, right? 96 and you put another zero on it. And then again, another zero on it. You're still only yep. talking, right? It's like yep. compared to 8 million, you're going, wait, uh, something doesn't make sense in that math. And you're going, yeah, no, it doesn't make sense in that math. OLED is a fundamentally different technology. So, yep. Yep. All right. Well, uh, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what the next size uh, we're going to go for is here? Sure. Uh, so the next size we're going to talk about is going to be the um, uh, kind of small size is what we're calling it. So kind of that 43 to 50 inch size. Um, and that is uh, going to be the Sony 43X85K. Yes. Uh, it's it's a leftover model from 2022. Um You'll find that typically in some of these smaller sizes and even some of the very large sizes, manufacturers don't replace those TVs every year just because of the value that they bring to the table. And that's why we like to call this one out. Um, you know, I use this a lot for bedroom televisions or for monitors as well for uh, folks that are in offices and they're, you know, they're maybe they're going to have a scroll bar or something going across all the time. And, um, you know, and there maybe they've read about OLED and, they're concerned about burn-in, which not really a problem, but, you know, understandably, you know, you yeah, don't want them to be concerned. It's a perception so, thing, right? <laughs> yep, yep. Um, not I mean, I'm not saying thing. it's impossible, but uh, don't don't hate me. Uh, but uh, really, that it, it's just, it, it brings a lot to the table for the money. Um, yep. You know, I mean, I, go ahead. I, I agree with you, and I think for the money is the key phrase there, because you can get an OLED in a 42 or 48 inch size. And the truth is that you'll be in that, you know, thousand dollars plus kind of a category. And so the issue here is actually less about picture quality uh, in a sense, which is unfair and more about the price point for the picture yep. quality. And that's really, you know, the thing that is amazing about the TV market as a whole is that sometimes the numbers, quite frankly, just don't always make sense. Um, and I think this is one where it doesn't make sense to the consumer's favor. Um, this TV, in my opinion, should be sitting around seven, eight hundred bucks um, if it was priced more accurately and in line with what its picture quality is. Um, mm -hmm. You've got HDR, you've got 
uh, fantastic motion processing. I believe it's a 120 hertz panel. So going back to the motion that you mentioned, I mean, that's going to be absolutely fantastic. Uh, great for computer monitor, great for an office, uh, great for a bedroom. You know, I don't want something that's super massive. And again, I'm looking at that going, you know, there are, you know, some other options out there, you know, sure. But I traditionally have to be plus a thousand bucks um, in order to get there. So, again, at 550, this thing is just an absolute beast. Agreed. Agreed. And you brought up you brought up price. <clears throat> We're the, the 43 inch um, is uh, 549 right now. Yeah, um, believe that's its retail cost. It doesn't really. It's not one of those TVs that you see go on sale quite a bit. Uh, <clears throat> the comparable size C series OLED C3 is nine hundred bucks and a right. forty two. So, um, is it a better picture? Yeah, we're not here to argue that. Um, it's more about, like I said, the price. Yep, exactly. All right. <clears throat> well, moving on, uh, we yeah. do want to look at. Uh, the best looking or best aesthetic. So define a little bit like why that's a category unto itself. Um, yeah. So uh, a few years ago, um, there was a TV, this TV came out and we've talked about it. We've, we've had a dedicated podcast about it, but you know, it really kind of changed the way that we all think about televisions in a lot of spaces, I think. Um, I don't want to speak for, for you, Dan, but you know, yep, I kind of do at the same time. Right. Uh, and it's, you know, it's the Samsung frame. Um, it, it, aesthetically, it is the best looking television in a, if you're putting it in a space where you don't want to see a TV all the time. Um, you know, I have a gen one, um, and it was incredible when it came out, it was three, almost three inches thick. This thing was, you know, pretty big. Now they're, you know, an, an inch, maybe. Uh, so it gets that really sleek, thin look on the wall, and they've slowly upgraded the picture every couple of years to where it now kind of competes on the same level as like that Q80, Q90 level television from that Samsung brings to the table. Yep, absolutely. And I think part of the reason why we have to have a kind of a separate category for it is because uh, other manufacturers have started including um options for art TVs and that includes uh the G series from LG that also mm -hmm. includes um a couple of additional companies that um will actually frame your television. I'm looking at you Leon. Uh yep. <laughs> those guys uh, do a fantastic job. Uh Viewtech did the art screen for many many years and so this concept of having art instead of a television has been around a long time, but the price points again were just so uh, out there, quite frankly, that it was very difficult uh, to do that. So uh, very similar yeah. to what LG did with o OLED and bringing those to market and really being able to do such a, a fantastic job of, of bringing those price points down. I think the Frame TV is, has really done the same thing. And uh, mm -hmm. if you're after art, uh, really is the primary concept. It's a formal space. I couldn't agree more. Like there's just no comparison to the Frame TVs. So. Yeah, I agree, man. I mean, you and I both, when we first saw the ViewTech art screen, um, we're blown away. But then when it came to quoting it and uh, actually doing it <laughs> and actually doing it, you know, and you had to build essentially, a, you know, a, 
a 10 inch box behind wherever you wanted the television. And that meant that had to be cut into your fireplace if you're putting it over the fireplace. And I mean, yep. you were going to spend six to six to eight grand without the television. Right. Yeah. So you're at right. 10 by the time it's all yep. said and done. Yeah. So you're at 10 grand before it's all said and done when it's installed and you've bought your television and whatnot. And it was customized to that TV. So if you your TV dies, you know, 10 years from now or whatever it is, and if TVs aren't the same sizes anymore, you just spend a lot of money on something that you can't really upgrade. That's right. You're stuck. Yeah. Yep. And now now you've got the frame, right? Um, and I, I love it. I, it's, it, you know, I, I'm a performance person when it comes to television. It is not the best TV when it comes to picture quality. But I own one because of its its, its, its aesthetic appeal. Yep. Uh, uh, it's not my main viewing area, but it's where uh, my wife and I care most about aesthetics. So, yeah. um, and I don't know if you've seen this, but um, they added in some AI processing to it this past year. Oh, no kidding. To, yeah. So it, you, if you don't know about the frame, quick recap, it's got art already built into it. You can upload your own artwork as well. The art built into it, you do have to pay a subscription for outside of a couple of images. Um, but you can go into the artwork or to the AI section, and it will actually adjust whatever photo it is to be like watercolor or black and white or um, oh, gotcha. like, yep. like chalk. Like, awesome. like I'm, trying, I'm, I'm not an art person, as you can tell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not chalk, but you know what I'm saying. Like that kind of look to it, and it will actually just take your image and shift it utilizing ai to make it look like it's a painting instead of a picture so i could put my wedding photo up there switch it over to watercolor and now it's my wedding photo painted as if someone was there painting my wedding which is pretty that's, cool right that's amazing yep that and not to mention fantastic. aesthetically everything you can put around it right you mentioned the the deco frames earlier um it's just it, again hard to beat Absolutely. I will give it one knock and uh, not that we want to go super negative all the time, but uh, it is not if I'm the reason I bring it up is because it should influence your decision making. If you have to sit off to the side, let's say you have a big semicircle and the TV is going to be in the center of the wall and um, it really is going to be mostly a primary, you know, viewing area. uh, I Mm -hmm. would definitely say put that OLED concept back into uh, you know, your the forefront of your decision making because the uh, off-axis viewing is, uh, I think, going to be the thing that is really the only knock on the frame. Um, it's just not awesome, you know, when you get off to s- some of those more extreme angles, right? You're 20 mm-hmm. degrees off or 30 degrees off, you know, it's just not going to be quite as good as uh, what an OLED is going to be. But yep. I-, I have as- a knock. I have a knock. I thought you were going to say this, so, but you didn't. So, uh, in wall rated one connect cable. Oh yeah. That's what I'll, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Back boxes, uh, yep. custom install are required. That's fair. It, yep. it yeah, it, there's not a whole lot, uh, it, it, and I guess it's, it's kind of a half a knock and, and, and half not because, Honestly, we've been doing these back boxes so much lately that we're yep. putting them on TVs that are not frame TVs anyway, right? Yep. Just to give yourself more room and more flexibility. And, um, yep. you know, I've actually had a couple of jobs where we've gone back 
where the client didn't have one and put a back box in and it's not an art TV. It's just a regular television. But they yep. wanted to clean up the Apple TV and the cable box and the controller and a couple of other things. And you're going, yeah, like it makes sense, you know, to clean all that stuff up. So, um, yeah, for sure. You know, uh, I do think, though, that the way you said it was right. It's the in-wall rated nature of that one connect wire. Right. That's really where the problem is, is it's like, yeah, I know it's skinny and I know it's, you know, transparent. And it's fiber optic and. But nobody wants to have a cord sticking down from their piece of art. <laughs> nope. Nope. And so. and you know what? I, I, I know I know we've got listeners everywhere. The reason why we're complaining about it here is here in Tennessee, at least, it is not an in-wall rated cable. So we cannot run it in the wall or through a conduit. We have to run it. We have to it essentially has to plug directly into the television. Um, so we put a back box behind it. In order to a hide the one connect box, and b stay up the fire codes. So, yeah. um, but maybe at some point, I mean, I know it was a big push even at Cedia this past year from, you know, a lot of our higher ups. So maybe we'll see uh, some changes in the near future. I hope so. I hope so. All right. Well, without further ado, what is best picture, no matter the size. This is the number one TV choice that you can have 2023, 2024. And so if you said, man, dollars and cents, I don't care. We won the lottery yesterday. I just want the best picture I can possibly get. Don't care about frames. I don't care about art. I just want to watch the game. And it's as good as it can possibly be. Where would you go, Mark? I'm going to go to the Sony A95. Um it is the end all be all as it should be. Uh, it is their master series, um, top of the line television. Um, and it comes at a price point. Uh, it's made in 55, 65 and 77 inch models. And the 77 inch is $5,000. Um, again, it's not 30 grand, but it is a lot comparably to other options, even from Sony. Yep. Um, so what makes this TV so great? Um, it's <clears throat> when it comes to OLED, there are, there are some cons in certain, and certain vendors. Um, but it's, this one doesn't have any of those cons. Um, the cons being where you can get some uniformity issues or some blooming when you have a dark image on top of a light image or a, excuse me, light image on uh, top of walking dark. into a dark image. Sometimes you can get blooming around it. You don't get that on this television. Um, and uh, that means that not only are you getting the best color, but you're getting the best black levels, which is just going to give you more depth. And uh, no matter what you're using this TV for, it, it just... There's nothing that really beats it. Yeah. And I would I would say, too, that it's hard to describe because a lot of folks will use nit count, which is a brightness rating for televisions, in order yep. to try and compare. And so if you spend time online and you're going back and forth and it's like, oh, this one gets up peak brightness of, you know, such and such and this one, blah, blah. And so you're trying to compare and it's like, you know, that's true to a point. But they don't have a rating for accuracy, 
and consistency and usage of all of that particular brightness. And so there are TVs that have a higher nit count that are brighter, but they're not necessarily more accurate. It's like, you know, if I take a soccer game as a perfect example and I turn the brightness all the way up, well, now the grass on the field doesn't just look like a natural green. It starts have this neon color to it and it's going to be kind yeah. of oversaturated so when we talk yep. about the accuracy and we talk of the color we're saying no you can turn the brightness up and improve that clarity of your picture to get to that higher nit count but you're not getting neon grass as a byproduct <laughs> you're gonna get the actual color of the grass it's just gonna be brighter and more clear uh as it yeah. should be right yeah for sure I mean, uh, all I can think is the first couple of years when LED TVs first came out and um, we won't name a brand, but uh, they always displayed football games yep. and soccer and yep. they were displayed next to Panasonic plasma televisions, RIP. Um, yep. <laughs> and the plasma TVs would look accurate, maybe not as bright, a little bit dimmer, the LEDs were so much brighter, and everyone would flock to that thing first and be like, oh, my gosh, look at this. This is incredible. But the grass is toxic. It looks like they're running through toxic waste, kicking a ball or throwing you know, throwing a football yep. and tackling each other in toxic waste because yeah. it was so bright that it was, it was just oversaturating all of the other colors. And then if you added black in there, the, the, yeah, forget it. It was gray, yeah. right, because it's so bright. Uh, this well, TV, you don't have to worry about any of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think Sony's processing, um, considering that we don't have that 600 hertz refresh rate that you would have had historically on plasmas, uh, this mm -hmm. is a 120 hertz panel. So when you think about what does that processing really mean? Well, it means how smooth is the action on the field or in the movie going to be? Well, the answer is that the processor is now doing that work. It's not the panel. I don't have a native refresh rate that's super high. So that means the processor has to be the thing to do that. And this is where I think Sony's done an excellent job and why, quite honestly, I have a couple of their televisions in my own house. Uh, I have others, too. I have Samsung. I have LGs. Uh, it's not that I'm, you know, super brand loyal one way or the other when it comes to televisions. But just to say that I think their processing is really top notch and it's what I expect to see. Um, when I want to have no compromises, I don't want any artifacts. I don't want any glitchiness. I don't want, you know, any processing errors. I just want the picture to be what it's supposed to be. And I think that's what Sony has really, uh, done. And I think that's the other reason why their master series, they do this all the time. They don't refresh that model line. They're like, no, we did it right. There's no reason to release a new version this year. We're not making updates. Like this is yep. good to go. Uh, so if you want to do it once and you want to do it right, uh, again, this is, uh, the way to go. So. Yeah. Yeah. One of our buddies actually just got back from CES a few weeks ago and, uh, he reps for Sony, um, as one of the vendors that he works with. And, uh, there was no talk of replacing this television. There was actually zero talk about OLED for them. It was, uh, talking about replacing their mini LED models and, uh, some other stuff. So, um, that's that's why this TV there's they can't make it better at least not yet right now <laughs> and and until the right. next master series right <laughs> yep yep so all right well uh, do you have any honorable mentions uh, that uh, we need to bring to people's attention just in case 
uh, you don't find yourself in one of these uh, top five categories. Yeah. Yeah. So my uh, honorable mention, I guess ours, um, is kind of a mix between the last two categories. So the best aesthetically pleasing television and the best picture. And that's the LG G3. That's their gallery series OLED. Uh, it's a step up. It's a step up from the, the C3 um, when it comes to picture quality. And it's also uh, razor thin. So just like the frame TV, you put a, you can put this thing flat to the wall and uh, it's, you know, an inch thick off the wall across the entire back of the panel. It does require a back box to do that, which LG does not tell you. And on the 83 inch that I have, um, it is, uh, it comes with a, oh, I don't know, uh, like the largest power gauge power cable, 12, 10 gauge power <laughs> cable I've ever seen. And they give you about 12 foot of it, which makes zero sense. So you do need a back box to, to really make this TV as aesthetically pleasing as it's designed. Um, but it is, it is designed to go flat to the wall. It actually doesn't even come with feet. Yep. Uh, exactly. so you, you have to mount this TV, but when it comes to performance, I would grade it, you know, five, five percent lo- lower than Sony. Yep. Um, you know, and that's just my my opinion. I'm not telling you like, oh, based off of all this stuff. But like, you know, for everything that I'm doing, I play games on it. I watch movies. I see this thing every day. Uh, to me, it, the aesthetics, you know, outweighed the picture quality to sacrifice a little bit to make my wife happy. Yep. Well, and it's funny that you say 5%. This is not rehearsed. I tell customers all the time, 5% between a Sony and yep. LG. <laughs> yep. Yep. Like, it's really not a huge difference. It's it's not. And if there was a big price point difference between your Sony and your LG, you know, if you can get a Sony for three or $400 less, like, yeah, do that. If I can get the LG for three or $400 less, like, yeah, okay, go for it. Like, no no problem. We, we don't need to overthink this, to be quite honest. Yep. Yeah, um, and just and just to compare, like that Sony was five thousand dollars for a seventy-seven inch. The G three is thirty-five hundred. So yep. fifteen hundred dollars for a five percent overall difference. increase. For me, that's it's hard. It's hard to say yes to. Yeah, and I work in this industry. Well, and and so. <laughs> it doesn't mean you know that it. It doesn't make sense if, and again, going back to it, you win the lottery or you're in a financial position, it doesn't matter. Great. Awesome. Let's go get the best thing and, you know, we'll rock and roll, you know, that for you. But, you know, is that going to be the first thing on our quotes? Probably not. Again, just due to that price point. And I will say the G3 is so good that um, where I've had clients where money really isn't an option, uh, they do and are concerned at least about the efficient use of it. You know, they don't want to be wasteful. Uh, is the way that uh, they'll say it. And so, quite frankly, we did the G3, <laughs> which in an 83-inch was outstanding. I mean, it really is an incredible picture. Um, and uh, I definitely think that uh, all things being equal, um, you can't really go wrong with that television. <laughs> so. No, no. And that TV is uh, what, like, uh, and an 83 is still cheaper than the Sony. Yeah. So, hey, you can get a bigger screen and, uh, you know, not pay as much money. That's right. And Uh, I'm sorry. It's it's the same price right now. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. It might have been cheaper at one point. But well, you know, I'll say this and this is I'm glad actually that you said that because it just made me think of it. 
TV price points do rotate on a weekly basis. And so I do think just as a way of disclaimer, it's one of those things that you should definitely always be on the lookout um, and you should give yourself a buying window. OK, somewhere between uh, four and eight weeks. Um, and then what you can do is you'll find that somewhere within that four to eight weeks, you're going to find that TV go on sale. Um, and so when you start comparing these different models and you start looking at it and you're doing your research and you realize you go, oh, OK, well, maybe the best time to get it is X. Um, and so there are some sometimes where if you really do uh, want that absolute best value, you know, there are a couple times a year that you can get that. And mm -hmm. so, you know, Black Friday's one, Super Bowl, excuse me, the big game. I'm going to have to edit uh -oh. that out now. <laughs> uh, you're fine. You're fine. It's all good. Uh, uh but, Go you know, there are some times that you can do that. And uh, I wouldn't necessarily say that uh, clearance or open boxes or other variations of that sort, scratch and dent, if those are available, I, I probably wouldn't shy away from those, assuming that there's nothing physically wrong with the panel. Um, I'd say you're probably good to go on on a lot of those as well. So um, yep. always yep. be willing to give yourself a window and say, hey, I'm looking for these things. What's the best time right or what's the uh what's the best option uh from a price point perspective there's always good deals to be had so yep and and don't don't it definitely set a goal i would say you know that's a that's a great a, a buying time frame because you and i both have dealt with the same client for the past five years who has still not bought a tv five years later because <laughs> the new tv gets announced in january and late January, the old one goes on sale, and the new one has some small upgrade that now they've decided that they want. But because it's a new television, it goes back up in price. So they're going to wait until Black Friday, and then Black Friday, they're going to wait until, you know. Well, maybe it'll the, be. It'll, yeah. 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 So don't, you know, don't play <laughs> that game. I mean, most, most, re, most places that sell these things have a pretty good, you know, um, pricing policy usually you can get a little whatever the best deal is within a certain time frame um so you know definitely take advantage of that because tvs are going to change from week to week um and regardless of what anyone says this week you know uh prior to the big game um and uh really you know holiday season is the best time to buy in general um yep. If you're talking about the lowest price points that you're ever going to see on those models. But if you see it low for during the holiday season, don't wait till the big game. Yep. And if it's cheap now, buy it because it ain't going any cheaper. That's correct. Yeah, I think you'll you'll find that um, the only other and this is I know we weren't planning on getting into it, but I just feel the necessity to call out some gray market websites that uh, do have supposedly much lower price points than what you will see from uh, your authorized resellers. Um, and so I do think it's appropriate that we call this out, that if you see a gray market uh, website offering a television for six or seven or $800 less, and you're sitting there in the back of your mind going, uh, this is too good to be true. That's probably because it's too good to be true. <laughs> uh, you may uh, want to think twice before uh, pursuing uh, somebody who can't even maintain a, uh, we'll just say a triple A rating with the, uh, BBB <laughs> just, can't even do that. Um, 
It doesn't mean that everybody's perfect or not perfect. Just saying, uh, you know, people know. So yes, sir. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, anything else, Mark, that we uh, want to touch on uh, regarding our uh, top five TVs? No, I think uh, I think that about wraps it up. Um, Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Awesome. Well, in that case, thank you very much for listening or for watching. Uh, this has been The Sound of Design. With Mark. And Dan. And uh, please like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions regarding televisions or anything else regarding uh, custom electronics. Uh, please feel free to uh, hit us up at thesoundofdesign.com. Um, and uh, you've got uh, a nice little request form there. So if there's anything that we can do, uh, fill out that form, and uh, we'll be happy to, to help out however we can. We'll see you on the next episode. See ya. See ya.